What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. We're going to talk here about a problem that I think <laughs> is probably pretty much universal to any community. Well, certainly in North America, probably in most of Europe as well. Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, we're going to be talking about dogs. And uh, we love them. I, mean, I love dogs. Uh, more than people. I'm not going to lie. I, I think dogs are God's greatest creation. They're fabulous. I, I, I have nothing but time for all dogs. Love them, love them, love them. Um, have two myself. I have always had dogs. Never been without a dog in my entire life. Um, but I know full well, and you know too, that um, our love for our dogs has caused some issues. We have a lot of off-leash parks all over North America, which is great. But we also have on-leash parks, and not everybody follows the rules. And we know that causes problems, it causes friction, it causes conflict. Well, we're getting some pretty good examples, some concrete evidence out of Calgary in terms of just what the situation is there in some off-leash parks, or actually on-leash parks, but dogs being off-leash in these on-leash parks, and the problems that it's causing. So to tell us about that, we have Kaya Konopnitsky, who is the Director of Communications for Nature Calgary. Kaya, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. No problem. Happy to talk about this. Okay, first of all, Nature Calgary, tell us, tell us about your organization and what you do. Well, we've been around since 1955, and it started as the Calgary Field Naturalist Society. So we're basically a group of people who love nature, and so we do field trips, we do talks all about uh, nature you can find here in Alberta, and, you know, that's sort of, you know, our main purpose is to advocate for nature and to, to expose people to, to getting outside and looking and experiencing nature. Now, this particular project that we're going to be talking about here, like I say, it's focused on some parks in Calgary, but I think it applies probably universally to just about every major urban center. Um, You basically set up cameras, right? And and took pictures of what happens in the parks. Yeah, so it was actually Nature Calgary that did it. It was in the Stackus, and they partnered with a variety of other nature groups here in Calgary, the Weaselhead Society, Friends of Frisch Creek Park, and they set up, and the city of Calgary itself, and they set up cameras in sort of remote locations so they could capture wildlife because they wanted to know who's using the parks in terms of wildlife. So are there bobcats? Are there, you know, deer? Where are they going? That type of thing. So they set up cameras throughout um, a variety of parks in Calgary. And then they actually got Calgarians to tag the pictures with what kind of animal that they saw in those pictures. And so it was sort of a citizen science initiative. Um, and, and and what did you find? Um, okay, first of all, let's let's define the parameters here. These areas where the pictures were taken were supposed to be on leash areas. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So there's city there are city parks, um, but they're considered natural areas. Right. So stuff like uh, Fish Creek Park, which is a provincial park. Uh, there was the Weaselhead Natural Area, which is got the highest level, supposed to have the highest level of protection of a park in the city. So it's, you know, a fairly uh, protected park. And then a few other places in the city as well. So these are places where, yeah, you're supposed to not only sometimes have your dog on leash, but in some places like the Weaselhead, you're not even allowed to bring your dog into that and onto the sort of the trails around in that area. And, so. and what did the pictures tell you? <laughs> Well, it shows that there's a lot of people bringing their dogs uh, into parks, <laughs> and they found that the people who were going sort of off 
trail, 89% of them had their dogs off leash. 89%? Yeah, it's not even a small, it's not even like 10%. It's 89%. So it's close to 90% of those dogs just wandering off in those parks, um, not on leash, where where they're supposed to be leashed. And in fact, probably people aren't even supposed to be using some of these trails because they're they're not on the main trail system. And I know there's people out there that are listening like, hey, it's a nature area. Who cares? What's the big deal if the dog is off leash? It's not running into traffic, blah, blah, blah. What is the big deal? What is the concern for having the dog running off leash in these areas? Well, dogs are curious, as we all know, and they like to explore, but they're also predators. We don't really think of them like that because they sit in our laps and they drool on our faces and they act act all cute, but they are actually predators. So I don't know if, you know, you have a dog, you've probably, you know, had to stop your dog from chasing after a rabbit or a squirrel. (laughs) So that's what happens is they, they find these, these animals and they'll chase them and, you know, it it's a problem because these animals, this is their home. And so now all of a sudden they're being chased through their home through, uh, by, by one of our dogs. And so that causes problems. And so what they found is a lot of these animals are starting to hide during the day, especially the big ones. So things like coyotes, bobcats, and they're becoming more nocturnal. So where you would have normally seen them out and about during the day, they're now starting to develop more nocturnal ha- habits because... There are no dogs at that time. So you're actually seeing nature adapt or be forced to adapt because of the dog activity? Yeah. So they're actually being forced to adapt to having a more nocturnal lifestyle. And that affects what kind of prey that they're going to catch because some of these animals, um, you know, the coyotes and the you know, bobcats, they're, they're catching prey that's still out and about during the daytime hours. So that can actually affect their success in the end. And so they might be forced to use different kinds of tactics or um, be forced to come out you know, into these areas during the daytime where, where they're not as comfortable if they're really hungry. And then if they're very hungry, then, they're, then they start to become more aggressive. And so that's when you really get into problems because then you have nature-wildlife conflicts. And you know who wins in that? Um, so you have wildlife-human conflicts, and you know who wins that fight. It's certainly not nature. So how do we fix this? Okay. Is, is there a fix? I mean, it, does it just come down to personal responsibility here? Yeah, just put your dog on leash. <laughs> uh, don't walk. Um, don't walk off the main main trails. Like, I think one of the big misconceptions people have is that all parks are for all things, and I think we really need to change our mindset that some parks are good for playing soccer and having a picnic and you know playgrounds and stuff like that. Some parks are great for you know taking your there are designated in Calgary. We have 157 designated off-leash dog parks. Some fenced, some not. So you know, take your dog there, let them run around, and then we have parks that are designated as nature or natural areas. And we have to remember that when we're in those parks, that's the purpose of those parks, and it's really critical because it increases the biodiversity of our of our city and. I have to say, you know, when you go into those natural areas and you hear the bird song or you see a deer or you see, you know, a coyote in the distance, it kind of, it it brings a feeling of, I don't know, excitement and joy and sometimes peace. Um, so I think we need to remember what a park is for and which park you're using for what purpose. And, right. and just following the rules. 
Just following the rules, yeah. And unfortunately, the enforcement uh, in these parks, especially in, uh, in places like Calgary, is is low because, like, I've talked to bylaw officers and they said, you know, we can't go too far away from our vehicles. So we can't actually go down into the parks where a lot of the infractions are happening and tickets. And then a lot of times the city says, oh, we should just educate people. I'll be honest, people know, like, we all know. Put up a <laughs> sign, that's all the education you need. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so... But it's also confusing. So a lot of times in Calgary, we have things that are named as pathways, and then we have trails. And uh, But everybody just thinks everything is a pathway. <laughs> so when you go down into the weasel head, it says all dogs should remain on leash on pathways, and they just mean the paved part. That's what the city yeah. means. Um, but anything that's not paved is considered a trail. And so people don't understand that. So sometimes the language that the city is using is confusing to people and you have to really really read the signs to know where you're allowed to bring your dog and that's i think that's kind of confusing for people as well so they they think they're following the rules but they're actually not interesting kaya i appreciate your time thanks so much for joining us no problem glad to talk about it you bet that is kaya konop nitsky right sarah we had to practice that one. Director of Communications for Nature Calgary. 